Thank you for downloading this Freedom Fellowship Midweek Podcast, where we share real stories about your journeys about faith in Jesus Christ and what He is doing in our lives. In this episode, we'll talk with one of the elders here at Freedom Fellowship, Dennis Bubniak, about the topic of patience. We discuss what that looks like in a biblical sense, along with what that looks like in our everyday lives. So we got Mr. Dennis Bobniak here with us today. Dennis, thank you so much for, for being in our makeshift podcast studio here. Good to be here. All right, so what's on your heart today? We were talking earlier about the topic of patience. What's what's on your heart about patience? Well, um, about a week or so ago, uh, Tom said uh, at our Wednesday night uh, Bible study that we were going to do the fruit of the Spirit. And he asked what one I thought I might want to do. And I said, let me talk to my wife. She probably counsel me on this she took (laughs) took about two seconds and said you need to do patience oh ouch patience (laughs) you need patience and so this is a lesson for me uh and it it was very helpful very enlightening and uh uh, i i enjoyed studying it i mean this world is absolutely eaten up by beat the clock and race 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 and honestly Justin, i really believe that a lot of our anxiety today you know, centers around that, the fact that we don't have patience for one another in so many circumstances in that, that we're always racing, mm-hmm. always trying to, you know, be fast, not wanting to listen to the other person or right. uh, take the time to get to know one another. Uh, so it seems like we're at odds with people more so because of that. Anyway, I, I, first let me get, give you a couple of the definitions that I okay derived so what is patience the ones i ran into the quality of bearing provocation annoyance misfortune or pain without complaint loss of temper irritation or the like an ability to suppress restlessness or annoyance when confronted with delay quiet steady perseverance or good-natured tolerance of delay or incompetence a lot of angles to patience right you know it's not just a time thing mm-hmm. it uh encompasses i mean our patience with god even yeah. i mean you think about it we have to be patient with god after we've prayed and yeah uh hoping that that he will respond and and, and because mm-hmm. of the the mm-hmm. way that the, the world trains us and mm-hmm. you've got to get to the next thing as quick as possible there is no time you know let's right. you know microwave dinners and you know chop 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 so that we can we can get on to the next thing but the world does a really good job of of training us how to Mm -hmm. to think that way which is you know we've got to do that which translates to a lot of our spiritual lives Mm -hmm. that we okay i'm going to pray for x amount of time and then it's on to the next thing so it's it it, i I think it's a a struggle that everybody has The world wants immediate gratification. Let's face yeah. it; they, they, like you say, want it now. You know, they don't want to uh, strive for thirty years to get the house of their dreams. They, are, they want, they want it now. And, and they'll go into debt mm-hmm. to get it. Right. Yeah. Right. When that creates problems too. Well, one of the examples <laughs> uh, that I heard is uh, you think back to mm-hmm. probably I think about the mid to late nineties is when the internet was really starting to kind of become widespread in, in people's homes, ours included that we had the old dial-up internet, you know, with the, you know, clanky noise and all that, that we used to have a lot of patience when it came to uh, a web page loading or something like that. Now kids today with this 
high speed fiber optic, you know, internet, if the page doesn't load like that, they shut it down. They, you know, get mad and walk away. So right. patience has really, you know, just in that aspect changed a lot over the years. Right. Right. And in my study of this, in the scriptures that I read, um, what we saw was that God had immense patience for us. Mm-hmm. That, that the things that he did for us, I mean, grace. I mean, after all that we do in a lifetime on this earth, that he would have patience to us to give us grace, you know, if we ask for it, is, is amazing when you think about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and all through the Bible, you find examples of his patience. Yeah. You know, he doesn't want us to fail. Mm-hmm. He gives us every opportunity, you know, through repentance and that to, you know, better ourselves. Well, and it, you know, since the mm-hmm. creation to the time of Christ was 4,000 years. Mm-hmm. Since Christ, it's been 2,000 or mm-hmm. 2,000 plus. God is, is very patient. His timetable is so much different than ours. But yet within that, he, he wanted that fellowship with us so much that he sent Christ to die for us, to be that, mm-hmm. what Paul talks about, the propitiation for our sins, that mm-hmm. that, that grace in human form is how Christ came, and um, that is a long time. When you think about, you know, period of roughly 6,000 years that, gosh, God is very patient. Here, I, I can't even wait for, you know, the stoplight to turn green, Right. you know. Right. And I don't know the exact words of the Scripture, but basically God's timetable uh, a day is like 10,000 years to yeah. us, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. his timetable is different. That uh, he will do things in his own time, yeah. you know, and uh, unfortunately we're impatient when we pray too, and we find out that it's not going to happen tomorrow just because you wanted uh, that new car or yeah. that stock price to hit a new high or whatever, you know. Not not that you should pray for that necessarily. Right. There's better things to pray for, or right. or illness and that. I mean, that, that's you know that's the thing that you pray for, and it doesn't always happen right yeah. away. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, you know, there's several characteristics of uh, patience. I, I think I wrote them down. I want to make sure I, I hit them right. It's um, patience with circumstance, circumstances mm-hmm. that you're in. Oh, my gosh, how am I going to get out of this pickle, you know, financial or whatever. You know, there's patience with that. There's patience with people. You know, patience with people, there's a multitude of uh you know, opportunities there yeah. for patients, be it, you know, in their conflict or, you know, like you say, at a, at a stoplight and that to, to decide how, how long do I wait at that stoplight while this guy's texted in front of me before I honk? Yeah. Exactly. Or do I? Yeah. You know, we only have so much patience. Mm-hmm. And I know we people try our patience. Uh, patience with God's the one I mentioned too, you know, and that's a big one for us to wait for his time not our time yeah and then lastly is is patience with suffering and long suffering which you know be it illness or you know whatever malady that that we face as being human beings in that but uh, uh and long suffering think about back in the bible the paul all the suffering he did mm-hmm. uh, in prison and shipwrecked and all those kinds of things mm-hmm. and uh, Job with all the illnesses and that that he yeah. faced, you know. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the things <clears throat> that, because um, I, was, I was talking with some people this week exactly about patience, and 
we used Paul as our example that um, when he was when he began persecuting the church, he was going on the road to Damascus to really you know imprison those people and really Absolutely. kind of shut them up. But the Lord had other plans for him, mm-hmm. and we used the example this past Sunday that, uh, and I referenced it. Acts chapter nineteen is when Paul set. It says that he purposed in his spirit he is going to go to Rome. Well. He doesn't get there until the 28th chapter. The, at the very end, it says that he preached the gospel in Rome, basically unimpeded. That is a very long time. You know, we, we look at it in terms of, of chapters, but really, that was a long time for him to say, okay, here's what I want to do. Here's where the Lord is leading me. And then to actually get there, I mean, that's a pretty long amount of time. But what's what's interesting about Paul and, you know, Christ is our example. Paul, you know, we're not supposed to exactly follow Paul, but it gives us kind of insight into how much he trusted the Lord yep. throughout that entire process. That it it could have looked really bad when he was left for dead, when he was beaten, when he could have said, nope, all right, Rome's just not in the cards for me. But he knew and he trusted in the Lord throughout that entire process. Look at some of the other examples. Moses, mm-hmm. for goodness sake, 40 years? Yeah. You know, it uh, most people would have given up. That, that took more patience than about anybody could handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, King David, yeah. how many years did it take him to get the throne? It was wasn't it twenty some years before? It, it was a while, yeah. Before he got the throne, yeah. You know, and um, uh, Joseph, mm-hmm. you know what he went through. A long enough time to where his brothers didn't even recognize him. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of stories about patience in the Bible, and mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's kind of enlightening and it's heartwarming to know that uh, after all that time has passed, that it can still happen. Yeah. Yeah. So take us through kind of the, the process of you researching and studying and, and all of this. When you, when you had the topic of patience, uh, kind of take us through Dennis's mind of what, not, not necessarily the, the steps of what you did, but was that encouraging for you to, to get in and, and study like most, that? Most definitely, because I'm guilty of it. I mean, I'm very impatient with certain things. I, I try to be patient one-on-one with people uh, as best I can. I'm a good listener and, and such, but uh, like you say, the traffic thing, uh, th- that bugs me when you know, you've got yeah. somebody that it's not just time either. I mean, it's okay, I'm waiting at this stoplight with this guy sleeping at the wheel or whatever, but how about the guy that cut you off that almost hits your car and runs you in the ditch, you know? Hard to be patient with that guy. That's a, a different kind of patience, you know? Yeah. I, um, a lot of my impatience probably comes from my background, you know? I'm from a transportation industry and uh, it's gotta be there on time without fail kind of thing. And much of my life was based on beating the clock and um, satisfying that. And uh, so a lot of times I took that home with me too, that maybe we gotta get this done now and uh, there's not time enough to do all this. But uh, it would um, open my eyes when I would think about myself in the circumstances that I'm being impatient with that person about. I'll give you a couple examples. friend of mine went to McDonald's with him one time and we got in a line. There was a line in the McDonald's waiting to get food. We'll get ordered actually. And 
all of a sudden this kid runs in and cuts in front of the line up to the front and my friend gets mad he runs up to, to the front of the line and just starts chewing him out so you get the back of the line and the kid was sitting there holding his mom's hand and he said this is my mom you know i mean this guy made a fool of himself oh, wow. you know and there's an example that why you should be patient uh there's a, there's a story this one didn't happen to me but i i've heard this story about a, a guy getting on the subway with his his children and several children and they're all raucous and that and he's sitting there with his hands like that with his face in his hands and these kids were just running up and down the corridors and the train and that and some lady just got really mad about it and went over and confronted him you know and said what what what's up with this can't you control your kids and that and he looked up with you know just tears running down his face and, and said i'm sorry i'm sorry their mother just died we just buried her today you know, and this woman just mm-hmm. melted because yeah. of what she'd said. You know, there's an example. You never know what's on that other person's agenda or what's yeah. happened with them. So I try to think about that when before I strike out or do anything yeah. uh, rash you know, with someone. Well, in, in Galatians <clears throat> 5, it talks about the basically, let's call it the fruit <laughs> of the flesh which one of those is, is an outburst of anger mm-hmm. or quick to wrath. I, I forget exactly how it's mm-hmm. phrased, but that is at war with our spirit. And so Galatians 5 is really good about drawing those distinctions of mm-hmm. if you have uh, this type of fruit in your lives, that's because it's you're, you're feeding the flesh. When you're truly, uh, I don't want to say feeding the spirit, but allowing the spirit to, to work in, in our lives, we begin to see that patience is one of those divine attributes that the Holy Spirit is producing in our lives. And so, you know, we, we think of uh, patience in, in those kinds of things. And, and anybody that you talk to, when you ask them about patience, it's, it's usually an example of carnality, we, what we call a fit of carnality, where it's, you know, you berate that little kid at, at McDonald's, which, oh, man. That's bad. The, the one on the train was even worse, I yeah. think. But um, you, those people feel remorseful immediately because they realize, presumably, mm-hmm. that it was the flesh. But mm-hmm. any kind of bystander would look at that and probably agree with them, like, hey, get your kids under control. But when we ask ourselves, in, in a spiritual sense, is that the flesh coming out of me? Is that a fruit of the flesh or is that a fruit of the Holy Spirit inside of me? Most times it's going to be the fruit of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Justin, I look back in my younger days and that I really might have said to you that uh, patience is not an attribute and that I would probably thought that it was a detriment and that it would slow things down. Mm-hmm. I always think that time is money and, and that wasted time is, you know, a time that can't be gotten back. But you know, I, I don't think that's the right way to look at it. I mean, the Lord's taught us to, to look at it differently. And uh, I think you have to use the Holy Spirit to help guide you through this too, uh, to, to make you change your behavior, to be more patient. Now, uh, I'm not perfect and I'm, you know, I struggle with it all the time. You know, certain things kind of set me off. Right. As most people probably have their own pet peeves. You're, you're human. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. So, so let me ask this: that you you are one of the elders here at the church, and and one of the qualifications for an elder is to be patient. Mm-hmm. You talked about the the industry that you came out of, which is you know working in transportation, and mm-hmm. like you said, deadlines galore, and you know things like that. How have you changed spiritually in dealing with patience, or ha- have you seen a, a change in yourself over the years? Um, maybe prior to becoming an elder, but the, the deeper you get in your walk with Christ, can you kind of explain to us kind of what that looks like in your life? I think I probably mellowed somewhat as I've retired, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, I'm not beating the clock so much anymore. I, even though I try to, I might get caught up in that. And I've, I've made this trip in an hour and 12 minutes. I think I can do it in hour 10 this time. Right. Right? All, yeah. that, all that foolishness, you know, but uh, it's not as important. It is not as important, but uh, yeah, I think back in, in time and that, and uh, there was a, a fellow that wrote a book that was on IQ versus EQ. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm-hmm. EQ is emo- emotional quotient. And he said, honestly, the person with the emo- emotional quotient, that's hard to say, mm-hmm. emotional quotient, who's able to better deal with people patiently and listen to them and work through issues with them is more effective than the person ultimately with IQ. And certainly they have their own place and, and they're beneficial in that, but the EQ person is, is very good in leadership in that. Mm-hmm. And um, that helped foster uh, more patience for me after I read that. Mm-hmm. It uh, helped me deal with the folks that I work with and gave me success in the workplace. But Do, do you find yourself... Um when, when you're dealing with spiritual matters, do you, do you see uh, as you get older and uh, as far as maturing as a Christian, I should say, not older as an age, but as you mature as a Christian, do you find yourself having more patience with uh, perhaps you're counseling someone uh, informally or uh, uh, discipling them and you know that sort of thing? Do you, do you find yourself having more patience with, with people? I, I think so, definitely. And that, uh, and actually, probably enjoy it more. That uh, you don't have a whole myriad of other things, uh, you know, on your to-do list. You know, and if you can take that time and focus on that person, and be patient and help as best you can, it's it's worth everything to do that, as opposed to rushing through things and you know not taking time with that person and letting them know that you care. It, uh, it's important. It really is. And I want people to be patient with me too. Right. By the same token. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's a, it's mm-hmm. that, that old adage of we're, we're willing to receive grace mm-hmm. from others of, Hey, you know, give that person a break and you know, that sort of thing. That's what we mm-hmm. want. But when it comes time, are we willing to extend grace to somebody? If, if we answer that honestly, it may, it may be no. So the same thing about patience. In, in forgiveness, you know, you look at forgiveness, you know, like it's told in the Bible that, you know, God forgives us, so you should forgive the person who has you know, wronged you or whatever. Yeah. Uh, patience is the same thing in, in that regard, too, that uh, patience should be shared as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing how selfish we are at our core. 
you know, apart from Christ, just our how we are built, how we're designed, we are extremely selfish. It's because we're fallen. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're always looking out for old number one, you know, for for me and my family. And so we want all of those things, like we talked about. We want love from others. We want kindness. We want uh, patience. You know, we want all of those things. But we're, if we're honest with ourselves, we're not as quick to dull that out. But but we almost require it of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. You know, and. Um, I think back on, I mean, there's a fellow I worked with, or I, he was my boss or one of my bosses at one point in time, and this guy never had time for you. He wouldn't even look you in the eye for more than a few seconds. Said, oh, no, I gotta go talk to this person, you know, and gotta get this done, and okay. You know, you never really had any quality time. And, uh, but I think about some other individuals that did, and um, they taught me that's the way you deal with people, yep. you know, show patience and you'll receive patience too. Mm-hmm. So, so my dad was, uh, he was former military. He's retired. Uh, but he, uh, worked in the private sector for, uh, as a government contractor for, uh, various organizations. And so he was, um, a manager. So I learned a lot of my managerial skills from him. And one of the things that, that he told me in, in regards to, to patience is when you're in a position of leadership, he said, what I try to do is however many people he had working for him that particular day is he would go at some point throughout the day and say, how's it going? And then listen to their response. Mm-hmm. He said, when you listen, you'll be able to pick up on, on certain things that, that people are talking about if they're you know, short of them just word vomiting and, you know, here's what's, you know, is going on in my life. Sometimes they do that. But really, when you stop and listen to what people are saying, as as a leader, you'll find out kind of where they are. And then you can talk to them. You can uh, even use that as a discipling tool um, when, when you do that. But that was one of the things that he taught me early on where, you know, because we've all had bosses like what you just said is hey dennis how's it going and then they're on their way mm-hmm. there there is no real real connection yep. there yes you work for that person but you know at the end of the day do they do you feel like they care about you probably not but those ones who actually do you know talk to you and listen to you there, there's a lot that you can pick up on from people if you just listen and that ties back to patience of not having to have your schedule so incredibly full that you you have to get to the next thing it's you can actually stop and interact with others and you'd be amazed at what you would what people would open up with sure the um, ultimate goal is to figure out how do i get more patience you know Um, i think first i had i had to use those examples about how you can embarrass yourself if you don't have patience Uh, also example that God gave us that we need to be patient he wants us to be that way Um, if we're going to be Christ-like I mean who is more patient than Jesus when you think about uh, 40 days in the wilderness was it Mm -hmm. Uh, tempted by the devil and that he he was patient all the opportunities that he had with the disciples trying to mentor them and that and sometimes it was like herding cats I think for him yeah yeah 
Well, and yeah, I always think back to when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane that Thursday night of of Holy Week, that he's over there pleading with the Lord and you know, sweating blood and all of that. He comes back and those dudes were catching a nap. Mm -hmm. Like, I I know that that's more frustration and not not so much patience. But he did come over, wake them up several times. And so that that patience was what we would say is wearing thin. But yeah, the disciples, oh man, there's <laughs> Christ had a lot of patience. He did. But, he did. but um, Paul says this in in Romans chapter two. He says that true patience comes from the Lord. It is from Christ Himself, and that is exactly to your point of we we desire more patience of of the godly kind, not mm-hmm. sitting in a stoplight type. And yes, we want that as well, whether it's dealing with children or, you know, dealing with family members or, or whoever. But it's, it's that true divine gift of patience that we truly desire, not for ourselves, not to make Dennis a, a better person or a better Christian or Justin a better person or a better Christian, but so that I can glorify God with it. Bingo. That whatever it is, that, that situation, that that divine gift of patience, that's what I want to bring glory to him, not to myself. And ultimately, you've probably got to look to the Holy Spirit to, to carry that to you. I mean, you've got to, it's a spiritual thing, yep. you know, to acquire that, you know, introspective too. I mean, look at yourself and say, mm, did I, have I ever done what that guy just did to me? I, I think I'll keep my mouth shut because, you know, I'll, I'll give him patience. Thank you for downloading this Freedom Fellowship Midweek Podcast. Our prayer is that this discussion helps prompt you into the Word of God and ultimately a deeper relationship with Christ. If you are looking for a church home, we invite you to check us out this Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. We're located at 990 West Henry de Tonti Boulevard in Tontytown, Arkansas. You can check us out on the web at freedomfellowship.com. And our mission here is to love God, love others, and serve both.